Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Hey, welcome back. We are so glad you've chosen to come back with us uh, and join us in this latest edition of uh, our thoughts. Right, right before this, I, I think one day we might end up putting out like uh, the bloopers reel. Right before this, we were just singing a sound of music, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, that whole song. <laughs> and uh, we were chuckling like, hey, it's just, we're just laughing, having a good time. It's just who we are and, and, and who we're interacting as we interact with each other. Anyway. But well, you're the funny one. You're the one that talks about how Greta hurt her finger. Yes, I hurt my, my, Friedri- my, my finger. It got caught in Friedrich's teeth. Right. So we, uh, anyway, what does that have to do with this talk? Nothing really, except this. What we want to say today is, how, do you really want to move forward? Uh, and, and right behind that, I want to introduce a couple of concepts to you. There's actually a, a topic out these days called toxic positivity, which is the thought that uh, you really can't say anything negative. Right. And then, but, but because of toxic positivity, and I believe that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's science, man. But <laughs> I also believe, we believe, there's also toxic negativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we kind of want to talk a little bit about that today. Yeah, the, we're, what we want to talk about is how toxic positivity and toxic negativity are both a problem where you ignore the brutal facts. You're not really telling the truth Mm. about what is going on. And because of that, you have a huge block or hindrance that is preventing you from moving forward. So that's what we want to dive into today. Yeah, like toxic positivity, an example, this is an extreme example, but an example would be in toxic positivity, you are in your house, there's currently an actual hurricane outside your house. You step outside the front door and you go, what a beautiful day. It's so pretty and sunny and the birds are chirping. When in reality, everything is flying by you like the Wizard of Oz. And you're going, <laughs> right? But, oh, it's so pretty. That's toxic positivity. And those who practice po- toxic positivity, if you went out and said, man, it looks like a heck of a storm, they would correct you for saying that. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about the storm. But that's ignoring the brutal facts. There is a storm, man. And if you don't buckle down and put some boards on your windows and, and take shelter, you could die. Mm-hmm. All because you were just trying to be positive. Right. Like you can be positive. Now, there is a difference there, though. Like, I feel like I'm optimistic. I always call myself an optimistic cynic. Because I hear the voices in the back of my head of, yeah, you can't really do that. But I also believe that better times are ahead. Right. I, I, do, I do believe in seeing the, the brighter side of ugly scenarios. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it's not ignoring the facts. Um, optimism is believing we'll make it through. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you go outside your house. The hurricane is raging. You know, there's the wicked witch flying away with little Toto. And you go, man, this is a heck of a storm. But it's not going to last forever. Right. That's optimism. That's not toxic positivity. That's not ignoring the brutal facts. 
Yeah, toxic positivity is actually kind of a sickness. It is. Where optimism is a strength. Yep. When you have the ability to own where you're at, what you're feeling, the reality of the results that you're walking in, and still believe that there is a pathway forward. Mm -hmm. That's strength. That's optimism. I think um, one of the dangers of a toxic, as a leader, if you create a toxically toxically positive did i just make that word even more so even more that's new oh yeah we Look should coin me. that right now before somebody steals it <laughs> but one <laughs> of the dangers of that toxic positive culture is you think you create a, a culture where people can't say how they really feel yeah so as a leader you can have yourself convinced that you have buy-in from your people yeah. because they're telling you what you want to hear mm -hmm. but they aren't actually willing to tell you what's actually going on mm -hmm. and so you can believe that a as a leader at this macro level that everything is going great that's what people are telling you but on a micro level there could be issues that you're ignoring that could be for the detriment of the company um, coming down the road because there is this environment of toxic positivity. We won't own where we're really at or what's really going on in order to be able to move forward. Yeah, and you know, toxic negativity, an example of toxic negativity, since we go with that weather analogy. By the way, the whole sound of music thing was like, it's super positive. That's why we were going with that. <laughs> but the, um, the toxic negativity is like walking out and it's, I mean, I'm picturing Dallas weather where it's just absolutely perfect blue skies. There, it's maybe 72 degrees, a slight breeze, so you, it's warm, but you're not cold, but you're not cold, but you don't need a jacket. Like it's just, it's really perfect. Toxic negativity would be that guy, that person who points out in the horizon and goes, "There's a cloud coming." Dude, you can't appreciate all the greatness that's around you right now. You're focused on that itty bitty cloud way out there on the horizon. You can't focus on how beautiful it is right now. And an example in our business that I run across, I mean, I, I, listen, this is a generic example, <laughs> but there's enough people who have said it that may watch this and go, he's talking about me. No, it's generic. You're not the only one, man. But, but like the conversation of, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, listen, you had great training, but my problem is I can't get in touch with anybody, any one of my leads. I'm calling them all. Nobody answers. I go, okay, well, have you tried a different number? I'm trying all my numbers. Okay. Well, maybe now it's time you, you try a text. The people don't respond to text. Okay, well, maybe instead of a text, you know, maybe, maybe you just you put together a route and go door knock. Well, the, the appointments are too far apart. Well, then, uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of running out of it, you know, and, and we joke. Uh, I've got a family member that's really near and dear to my heart. You could almost say they come from my loins <laughs> that, that, um, that I have said to before, hey, man, you could, you could, you can't, you have this amazing ability to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. That's right. And I've heard it said about sports teams, they, they, they snatch de defeat out of the jaws of victory, but like you, you absolutely had a victory and somehow you figured out how to make it a defeat. Yeah. Going back to those leads, instead of that toxic negativity response to it, it's like, man, I got these leads. Oh yeah, I, ca I can't get anybody on the phone. Oh, try another number. How does that work if I try another number? Is it like my home number? Or does like, is there a service out there that has another, another number? Like Google, maybe there's another number I could use there. Mm -hmm. Texting, texting may work. How, how would I go about texting a lead to get in touch with them? Or you, you know what, it's interesting you mentioned knocking doors. Is there an efficient way to do that? Because I feel like my leads maybe are kind of apart from each other. And is there a way I can do that where I'm not wasting a lot of time? See how that's slight little difference? You said the same things but it was a difference between 
looking for an answer and facing the facts rather than just going, nah. And that, that negative, eh, meh. Like, man, you need to find something else to do. This is not going to work for you. Right. Well, and these are really like one of the conversations we were having as we were preparing for this was we can't go too deep on these topics <laughs> because obviously the human psyche and the human emotions is incredibly complex. Oh, yeah. And toxic positivity, the reason someone goes that way, or toxic negativity, um, there's all these complex reasons that probably stem back to like our childhood for most of us. However, um, yeah, I think a lot of people with the toxic negativity, it's just easier to cling to the excuse of why you can't do something than it is to really own the reality of why the results aren't where they are. Mm. And that tends to be what creates that type of culture is when we're just honestly, we're just afraid. And what we have found is the people who choose to own their own mistakes or own the failure or own their results and they're willing to work harder to recognize, well, I did work hard this week, mm. but maybe I could still work harder. Right. Or they're willing to recognize, yeah, that plan A didn't work, but I will try a plan B. Mm. They're willing to look at a leaderboard, mm. recognize somebody is beating me, <laughs> which means there is a way. Right. And they decide in their mind, I might be hitting some obstacles and some of them might even involve me, <laughs> but I am going to make a way. This is where uh, what we have seen so often with people who they just, well, you, you hear the expression, they get in their own way, Yeah. right? That's really what the toxic negativity is, is someone who just, as we say affectionately to that family member in our home, <laughs> you are a yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, um, always sort of like, what other excuse do you want to come up with me You're today? You're part of the yeah, but tribe. Exactly. <laughs> so um, anyway, what we want you to, to understand and see in this talking about this topic today is that we all have some blind spots that are maybe hard to see. We all have some truth or honesty that can be hard to own mm. because it's painful and it has a ripple effect. Typically when we own the truth, it's like the wake in the in the waters. There's a ripple effect of that truth and we're a little afraid of all that that could mean. Mm. However, if you do feel like, hey, I'm in a place that I've just been stuck and I can't move forward, we just want to challenge you today with this to think about maybe you're leaning a little too far into toxic positivity or toxic negativity. And I'm hopeful that as we're talking about this, that even for you, as you're sitting at your desk or driving down your road, you're thinking, wow, maybe I'm not being 100% honest yeah. about this. And I want you to know that you can reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to Fitz or me directly and talk to us about it because that, like we said earlier, is the definition of strength, mm. is when you can own where you're at, serve it up to someone you trust and allow them to shape it so that they help you see it differently. They help you perceive it differently so that you can now have a clear vision on how to move forward and move past it to get the results that you're wanting. Yep. Tell and them. so certainly reach out. Uh, we, I mean, one of the easiest ways is just going to the fitzgroup.org slash staff calendars. Uh, the fitzgroup.org slash staff calendars. My email address is fitz at 
fitzgroup.org. That's .org. She's Heather at fitzgroup.org. That's right. Um, one of the things I have found uh, for my own career uh, is that when I'm trying, when I'm struggling to face the brutal facts, but I want to move forward because I've been on that positive side. I've been on that negative side myself. And so when I'm struggling to face those brutal facts, it helps to get around other people, mm-hmm. not just have a mentor, but to get around other people who are facing the brutal facts and can help you pull out of that. Uh, one of the best ways to do that is coming to some of our live events. Uh, we do Tuesday sales meetings. We have team calls. We've got um, uh, dial sessions that happen in, in person, and we do quarterly events as well. Uh, just check in on that and find out when the next quarterly event is that you can get around other people and connect with other people who are trying to go where you're going and can help you get there. That's right. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. Hey, now that you know, you know. Enough.